2: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have,
0: the smoother your weld is.
2: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
0: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.
4: be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Yeah. <laughs> on a Friday, July 14th. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker, along with Gary Sheffield Jr. Wow. As they said on Seinfeld, you remember that? Robert Kennedy Jr. No, John F. Kennedy Jr. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, Uh, we're coming to you and broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. Thank you, Bill. TireRack.com will help you get there and unmatched selection. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and 10,000 recommended installs. Wow! TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And oh, what a program we have on this funky flashback Friday. Yes, uh, a lot of good stuff coming up, including in the first hour. Bob Nightingale, USA Today baseball uh, columnist, one of the best in the business. We'll do that uh, coming up in about 30 minutes. Uh, Joel Corey, who's a former NFL agent and uh, works for CBS Sports as an NFL analyst, he'll join us uh, in the final hour. So we have a great program for you today. But we start by introducing Gary Sheffield Jr., Gary, welcome to the Odd Couple, my man. It's going to be a lot of fun.
3: It will be. Rob, thank you so much for having me. And you know me, a Yankees fan. There's a lot to talk about right now. There is a lot. We got Shohei Otani, so so hopefully something happens.
4: No doubt. And Gary, let everybody know uh, the stuff that you're doing because they can get you all over social. Uh, You do some stuff for MLB Bro. You've been on MLB Network. Just let everybody know.
3: Yeah, so it's Gary Sheffield Jr. on all platforms. And like Rob was saying, I'm doing work right now with MLB Bro. We're com- covering black and brown players. We feel like bringing a positive light to black players in this game and reminding people how far we've actually come here in America, it's a great cause. And I knew right away when I talked to Rob about this, I wanted to be a part of it. And it's only growing. Uh, we have a lot planned that we can't talk about yet, but it's exciting.
4: No doubt. So there you go, MLB Bro. And uh Gary Sheffield. So let's welcome in the Odd couple crew and then we'll get started, of course. Bo is our producer, able body producer, filling in for Rob G. Had a little uh jury duty. Uh you know, nothing nothing worse than that, right, Alex? I mean, just it's what terrible. a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And there's his voice. Alex, our engineer, who is manning. The Funky Flashback Friday. And Gary, you're going to hear some great tunes in and out of commercial breaks because that's what Alex does. Well,
5: Rob,
3: you're I'm also a model now females. for you.
4: <laughs> What's that?
3: I'm also your model now for your. Uh, that's company, right.
4: So. Hey, uh, did you, if you saw today on social media where we put out the MLB Bro store, and Gary, you probably saw it, Alex is one of the models wearing an MLB Bro shirt. We're calling him the Jackie Robinson of MLB Bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, he looked good. He, he definitely
4: looked good. looked good. And Monty Bellanos, Monty, say hi to Gary Sheffield Jr. Excited to have.
6: Him. Hello, very
3: excited. You I am well. Happy Friday. It is Friday, right? Yes, it oh, is. Okay, good. Absolutely yeah, It's hot out here in Arizona. It's <laughs> yes. uh, I don't I, I can't even call it a good Friday. It's like 114 it's over here by brutal. the studio.
4: It is so brutal, unbelievable. I know yeah. there's a heat wave going on, but all right, let's get started. And you brought it up. You mentioned him, Shohei Ohtani. He starts tonight for the Angels. The second half of the season's underwear. I was at the All-Star game uh, in, in uh, Seattle. What a great time that was. Shohei talked about, you know, wanting to win and not being noncommittal, of course, to the Angels and anybody else. And he wants to wait till the season is over. But there is a story out there uh, that, that Gary, that Ohtani is having the best season Ever. And and, you know, I, I get it because he pitches and he hits. And we heard that last year where everybody thought he should have been the MVP over Judge. That did not happen. Writers overwhelmingly picked Aaron Judge, who set the American League record for home runs, also led the Yankees to ninety nine wins uh and the division. Uh it, it just was a it was a different kind of thing, despite the numbers that Otani put up. But this whole information and and idea that possibly he's having the greatest season ever, uh, where are you on this, uh, uh, Gary?
3: Well, to me, it depends on how much you weigh in on winning. And last year, Aaron Judge was a part of winning. And I I imagine you care about it, which I'm sure I'm going to hear it. But I'm looking at it, and it's not that he's just pitching. See, if he was just a pitcher, but he was an excellent hitter, then i i feel like we would have an argument that you know this might not be the best thing that we've seen and it's not that compelling but what you're talking about is a guy who's hitting 302 in an era where guys just really aren't hitting the baseball with any with any regularity so he's hitting for a high batting average he's driven in 71 he's stolen 11 bases his on-base percentage is almost 400 right these are numbers that we've talked about as a Hall of Fame level hitter. And then you, sit, you combine that with him being the ace of a staff. If he was traded, regardless of the team, whether it be the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, or the Giants, wherever you want to send him, he's their number one. Other than maybe New York. That is compelling. That's something that we never saw, not even from Babe Ruth, when people like to compare the two because he hit and he pitched. But at the same time, Babe Ruth was a hitter at one point and then became a pitcher. So if I'm looking at that, I'm not seeing the same thing that I saw from Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani today is doing more than any other baseball player has ever done on the diamond.
4: Okay. I, I'm I'm not gonna dispute that. I just think we gotta be real, real careful. And 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 I get it, to this point, you're right, on the numbers that he's put up. Yeah. Uh, and I and I and it's always going to be this case when you have uh, a guy doing something that nobody else does, right? When nobody else does it, it's hard. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like like people were making the case last year. Oh, look what he's doing. He's unbelievable, and he got trounced in the uh, he got trounced in the voting, right? Why Why didn't he not win last year? Because he put up great numbers in both. Pitching and hitting. Why do you think he was trounced last year? And this is my point: is that people can have better seasons, not better seasons doing two things, but maybe better seasons doing doing one thing. And if that leads to winning, I think that's where he gets hurt. I think Shohei will be hurt in the second half because he's got dog at bats coming where there, his team's got all kinds of injuries, Trout's going to be out. If they go into a tailspin, I'm not pitching to Shohei. Why, why would you pitch to Shohei Otani if he's your only bat or biggest bat in the lineup? So I think there's a possibility that this great season will never reach uh, fruition because of that, because of the loss of Trout and, and uh you know, Rendon's hurt. I think he's supposed to be coming back sooner than later. But but you get my point. They yeah. will be playing meaningless games. And if I'm an opponent playing the Angels, why in the world would I ever, 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 ever give Otani stuff to hit?
3: Help me. I out. don't think it matters. I think that's all narrative driven. And and don't get me wrong. I would like to believe that the writers and and I guess the voters they they won't care about narrative and maybe they'll ignore it but we can't pretend like Roger Maris's record wasn't a large part of the reason why Aaron Judge won MVP i cover the yankees i watch the yankees all day long aaron judge and that pursuit was the number 1 thing for major league baseball last year it was the biggest thing that happened
4: but you also talked about in an era where guys don't hit 300 this guy almost won the triple crown he batted uh, like three eighteen. I mean, he guys last year batting the average uh, batting average was like two fifty three. This guy right. batted three eighteen, uh, almost had the triple crown. Uh, the Yankees won ninety nine games. There's a lot of stuff, and I think that's what they looked at. And it almost becomes, and I'm not saying it's the same, but it almost becomes like West Russell Westbrook when he won the MVP, and he deserved it that year with the triple-doubles. Nobody had done it in 50-some-odd years, right? Mm-hmm. And OKC okay, so had a winning record way better when he had the triple-double. It wasn't like he just piling up numbers and they had a losing record. They won at a higher clip when he had the triple-double. No so, doubt about but, it. So, so there was no doubt that he deserved that first one, but guess what? He, he had a triple-double the next three years and didn't sniff – the MVP. So you know, Otani's won. Uh, Otani has already won one. He'll win this one too. I mean, uh, you know, unless there's like a somehow he collapse totally collapse in the second half. I expect him to win. But I don't believe in. I don't buy the narrative that every year he plays is automatic that he's going to be MVP. That I will not subscribe to.
3: See, that's the way that people would probably see Barry Bonds today. You'd watch two or three seasons and you'd say this guy is the. He's the best bat in the game. Well, he won seven. I mean, it's not like— Seven MVPs. He won
4: seven MVPs. I'm not saying that he won't win. Right. But when I hear other players say he should win automatically, and and it was uh, uh, J.D. Martinez said it, uh, Kurt Schilling said it recently, I I don't believe—I think each season is individual, and and you got to look at uh, people putting together. Is this the greatest year ever? So far, yes. I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend it's not. But it doesn't mean that somebody can't have a miraculous second half on the mound or on, at the plate, Gary, and lead their team out of the doldrums. And it could be the Padres. It could be the Mets. If, if you know, It could be somebody that turns a team's fortune around while the Angels are going the other way. Do you, do you think that that's impossible?
3: I think it's impossible. I, I really do. And especially this year. Because I agree with you. We can't just say because he pitches, he's the MVP every year just by showing up. Because that just ruins the award. Right. And to be quite honest with you, if I'm going to vote for somebody as MVP, if he's going to pitch and hit, both of those numbers need to be compelling. It can't just be that you showed up and pitched and had 35 starts, but you were a great hitter this year. That, to me, is not an MVP. A guy who is excellent. At pitching. He's the ace of an American League staff. He's the only reason why that team is 500. Without Shohei Otani, the Angels are essentially picking in the top five in the draft. He's the only reason they're winning baseball games. So, for me, when you see Shohei Otani, he's probably not an Angel after this year. He's probably a Dodger. So, when he goes to a team where he's surrounded by talent, I think then we're going to start to see Shohei Otani in winning combine with numbers and that all that is gonna culminate into a full MVP, and we're gonna continue to calling him MVP until he really slows down.
4: All right, I'll telephone number eight seven seven ninety-nine on Fox for you laymen out there. That's eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine, And we want to hear from you. Is this the greatest season ever by a baseball player? Is is Otani on that road? And is there any way he can be derailed? Can someone derail him by leading their team in the second half as the Angels swoon? Or you will not take that into consideration because it's not his fault that Trout and these other guys are injured or because, again, the Angels don't have enough pitching. Uh, you know, is that not his fault? And and does it bother you if he has meaningless at-bats in the second half of the season as the, as his team falls out of it. So we want to hear from you on Otani and this being the best season ever, 877-99 on Fox. It is the Odd Couple, Rob Parker and Gary Sheffield Jr. in for Chris Broussard right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay.
5: Unless you're following Otani son out of Anaheim in the U.S. of A.
4: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
5: You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit
4: BuyAToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It is the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. The Odd Couple is also sponsored by Irish Spring. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Our telephone number 877-99 on Fox. is Rob Parker and Gary Sheffield Jr. in for Chris Broussard, And we're talking about Shohei Ohtani and this best season ever. Is it the best season ever? And will he be able to uh, hold it up in the second half? He is starting uh, today as we start the second half of the season. And Gary, I know we have some calls, so let's get to him.
3: Yeah, Nick in upstate New York. You're on Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Talk to me.
7: Hey, how you guys doing? I always start the show off saying it's not your show, it's our show. No and doubt.
4: No doubt. Uh, is this Gary's first time on the show? Yes, this is Gary. Yeah, he was a guest, but he's never uh, co-hosted. He's been a guest.
7: He's got he's got a bright future, I'll tell you that.
4: Very nice. That's I Nick. Thank you, thank you man.
7: Watching his dad. I'm telling you, he's got a very, very bright future.
4: That's awesome. Go ahead, Nick. What you got on Otani?
7: I have to say that Otani definitely. I'm I'm 37, so I have never seen this. I used to follow baseball so closely as a kid growing up with baseball cards and things like that. I can't think of someone that came in and, and made such an impact right away. The only thing person I can think of is Ichiro, mm-hmm. as a rookie in, in MVP and rookie winning the or I'm sorry, rookie of the year and MVP right away. The only one I can think of, and I, I don't know who who can compete with him to pitch and do like dominate and hit and not lead but be up there with all the standings. I think is is he, he's definitely the best that I've ever seen in my life.
4: Can can he can you complete this great season, the best ever, when your team falls out of it? Like like does that hurt him he's, if he's in meaningless games uh, here on out? That's my question.
7: No, the the only thing that hurts him is that he's uh, a failure of who took him. These guys come in, and they're so good, and these teams are so bad, and they don't want to spend money, and they don't want to get the guys in, and it's a detriment to their career. He's smart enough to say out loud to the public that, you know what, this isn't working, I want to leave, and he's doing it in a respectful manner. And I hope that they respect that because he is really truly greatness.
4: All right, yeah, thanks thank for, you. For thanks for call. the call. Yes, we appreciate it. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Go ahead, Gary. I know we got more.
3: Yeah, so we have Jeff. Um, we have Jeff uh, what's Let's see what we got. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Can you please uh, tell me your question? Jump in. Uh,
8: yes, sir. Uh, thank you very much, guys. I'm going to be very very quick. Uh, Rob, I don't think it matters what the record of the uh, team is. I think Otani is hands down something I've never seen. I'm 65 years old, and I grew up with baseball being the sport in the city of Chicago. We didn't even know the Bulls or anybody else existed. So that's how that's how baseball was and what baseball needs.
3: I knew I liked but these
8: Otani <laughs> is hands down the MVP and I would really like to see baseball promote him as much as the NBA promotes LeBron James and as much as the uh, NFL promotes Tom Brady. We've got to market these guys. And, Rob, if I could say real quick, Rob, just real quick. Yes. The the highlights that they showed of these young guys during the home run derby, my 14-year-old kid for the first time ever didn't
4: want to go to the movies tonight to watch the Reds play. Wow. It can be done, Rob. It can be the done. And I want and I want you to check out MLBBro.com and what we're doing. But I'd love to hear that, that he wanted to uh, watch the Reds play. That's that's awesome. No doubt about it. Love 8, that. 877-99 on Fox.
3: Yeah. Then we have Mike in Texas. You're on Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Talk to me. Hello,
7: guys. Both not you. <laughs> Did we lose him? Congratulations, that's awesome. Gary! Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, man, this guy—he—he he deserves every pen that they're gonna give him. He's gonna break records and take it to a whole nother level. He's the only person that's been been like this. This is once-in-a-lifetime we have to take advantage of. It. He needs to be put on a high-profile team. I remember when I was in California, I worked across the street from the LA Times. I remember when Fernando... Uh, Fernando
4: Valenzuela, Fernando, yes. yeah, Absolutely, man. yes.
7: It, it was Fernando Mania. There. They had him on the front page of the LA Times in color. And he was, it was just a whole other level of marketing and advertising. So it's all about the ROI.
4: You know what I mean? You know what? That's a great point. And I remember that as a kid growing yeah, he, up. What going to Chase Stadium, Gary, to see uh Fernando pitch against the Mets who were awful. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was a sellout crowd at Chase Stadium. They couldn't sell out on their own. Everybody came to see Fernando Valenzuela. I mean No, it was
3: like that Doc it was like that Doc Gooden, Valenzuela in like people are inspired to watch those guys play. Right. And and they're the reason. It's almost like a concert coming to the baseball field. Shohei Otani is going to bring the same thing when he finally gets aboard of winning. So, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome.
4: No doubt. Coming to you live from the thetirerack.com studios, Rob Parker and Gary Sheffield Jr. in for Chris Boussard, one of my favorite people. I saw him out at the All-Star Game in Seattle and one of the best baseball columnists in in the United States of America, who writes for USA Today, Mr. Bob Nightingale. Bob, how are you? Say hello to Gary Sheffield Jr.
9: Hey, Gary. I was just hanging out with your dad like three or four straight <laughs> nights. I was, I was actually talking to Fred McGriff today. I said, I haven't talked to Gary that much in 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun, fun time. And of course, I saw Rob. Rob gave me a t shirt. And- Cool
4: times. No yeah, doubt. It's a small world, isn't it? It is. We were all together. We went to the Players Alliance party. I saw Bob and his lovely wife, and he got an MLB Bro T-shirt. He's good to go, right, Bob?
9: I am. When my son said he got a hat, I saw I didn't get a cap. I need to get a combo plate here. Okay. <laughs> you got to get
4: the combo, no doubt. All right, let's start here. Otani, second half. Uh, Bob, I, I think if you're the Angels, especially no trout, you're probably not going to make the playoffs, you know, with the injuries. And I just saw Joe o- o- Odell and uh, Anthony Rendon are going on the IL here as well, right? I think they're both on there along with Trout. They're not going to win. Shouldn't they trade him and get something rather than letting this guy walk, or do you have to hold on to him, Bob?
9: I think you got to hold on to him, Rob. I really do. Uh God, you know, people still talk about the guy Harry Frazee. You know, with the, the old owner of the Boston Red Sox are trading Babe Ruth. That was a hundred years ago. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think Artie Marino wants to go to his grade having that next to him. Remember, now they want to sign him. If you trade him, you have zero chance of retaining him. Uh, you, you know, you're going to have exclusive, you know, uh, negotiating rights until you know, World Series is over. You know, right around November first. And also remember, now he makes. He makes the Angels about $20 million a year. You, 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 know, you trade him now, you know, there goes 8 or $10 million. You can buy a whole lot of prospects for 8 or $10 million. So I think you got to keep him if you want to. The only way I would say trade him is if he says, you know what, I'm out of here. Uh, I, I'm not going to stay under any condition. That's the only way. And I don't, I don't see Otani doing that.
3: How realistic is that, though? I think that's what I'm actually trying to understand is I, I feel like yeah, Artie Moreno can make the decision to bring to try and bring Otani back, right? Bring him into the off season and now he's a free agent. You put the ball in his court. We assume they're gonna make a monster offer, but at the same time, it seems like Otani's starting to chirp. And 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 when I say chirp, he's doing it in a respectful way, that he wants to win. How realistic is it for Shohei to return in Anaheim?
9: Well, I mean, and Mike Trout, I mean, he was going through the same thing and Trout says, You know what, I'll stay, I'm comfortable. Remember, the one thing about O'Connor, you know, he's really a uh, a homebody here. I mean, he just eats and sleeps at home and does nothing else, never goes out. You're not going to see him in Newport or L.A. or Hollywood, nothing like that. You well, know, when they were in uh, New York last month, people say, how do you like New York? He goes, I don't know. I used to go on the team bus every day and came back and got room service. So a lot of guys like that comfort. Uh, obviously, you know, he wants to win. Every player wants to win. But you know, I mean he you know, Trout did the same thing and decided to stay. Uh you know, they know what the they know what the money is. I mean it's giving you five hundred or five fifty, no matter who wants to pay it.
4: It's gotta be at least, I'm thinking like six hundred million and and you're gonna make a lot of money. He's an international star. There's no doubt about it. Let's talk about a couple teams, Bob, as we start the second half of the season. Padres off to a, a, a lead in Philadelphia. This is big for them. Like they got to get off to a good start here in the second half if they're going to make up ground. I still believe that team is too good with too many good players not to make the playoffs. Where are you out on the Padres?
9: I am out. I, I think it's. Uh, I think they're going to miss the playoffs. And I think that if they miss the playoffs, it's the most underachieving team in baseball history. Wow. I don't think any team's close. I think they're a much bigger disappointment than the Mets. Yeah. People got excited with Scherzer and Berlander. But you know, you look at that Padre lineup, you know, like you said, Rob, I mean first four or five guys more right, hitters. Right. Yeah. And it, something's wrong in that clubhouse. Uh, you know, for them they'd be playing that bad. You know, they'll win a game ten to zero. You know, I know they're up tonight. Watch, So they'll, they'll win ten zero or something, then they'll get shit out the next two games. <laughs> something's yeah. wrong something's wrong with that team. Yeah.
3: It's uninspiring. I feel like it's an uninspiring baseball team. Do you, what do you think is wrong in San Diego? Do you think it's a leadership issue, manager? I mean, it feels like when they're actually winning a game, they can't close the game, and then they'll just go lay a lay an egg, like you said, in back to back nights. What do you think the problem could be?
9: I think it's just uh, in that clubhouse. I don't think it's you know, uh, I don't think it's the manager. Bob Melman's a very good manager. Uh, I think what the stat is, Gary, but it's crazy. When they're down, they lose. They never have comebacks. The only team in baseball has an extra inning game all year, but just a pathetic record uh, when trailing. So, yeah, it's just like they quit. I don't know what's going on there. You know, I've heard internal strife with different players not liking each other. Yeah, that happens. I mean, you can't just throw a bunch of talent there and expect to win. you you got to have that clubhouse chemistry.
4: Our guest is Bob Nightingale, of course, the uh, baseball columnist for USA Today, one of the best in the business here on the odd couple Fox Sports radio on a funky flashback Friday. So now Aaron judge taking BP and he's not quote, limited at all. Good news for the Yankees. Uh, Bob, how impressed that you that the Yankees were able to stem the tide, not totally you know collapse because when he's out of that lineup, it's not a good team.
9: No, it's it's amazing they're even in the race, uh, you know. Without him, uh, and, you know, uh, they fell. I mean, offensively, they fell apart when he was out. Right, uh, they're, but they're I mean, they haven't fallen out of it. Yeah, no, they're hanging the wild card race, and like you said, now he's getting close to coming back. I mean, that, that to me, that's what MVP is. What he means to team. You know, I saw something the other day where, uh, well, I think today I think it was a straw poll for AL MVP. Yeah, Luis Robert as number two. The White Sox stink. I mean, they stink with Luis Robert or without. <laughs> right. It's about helping your team win. I mean, you know, <laughs> we can replace Luis Robert with the three of us in the team. Will soul stink. No right. so no. For what this is what Judge means to Yankees. I mean, I, I think this is what MVP does.
3: Yeah, and it it just seems like they're finding ways to get something out of just random guys on the roster, and that's obviously a good thing, and I feel like a positive for their manager and Aaron Boone. But recently they actually just fired their their hitting coach, Dylan Lawson. Do you feel like he was scapegoated? Because me as a Yankees fan, and you know I cover the Yankees extensively, I felt like they kind of threw him under the bus a little bit. What do you think?
9: Well, they definitely did. I mean, they wanted someone to take the ball for uh, the offense going uh... – down the toilet when when Judge got hurt. Yep. I was shocked that they hired Casey. I mean, hey, and We all know a terrific guy, had a nice, you know, playing career. But you know, they're big in analytics for a guy who's never coached before. I mean coaches, you know, sons of little league teams and stuff like that, but never, you know, professionally. That's a that's a wild step. It'd be fascinating to see how that turns out. I mean it's not you know, the Yankees are more analytics than just about anybody. I was just surprised it was, it was him.
4: Uh, Last thing here, Uh, Fernando Tatis has a home run tonight, a two-run homer. That's his 17th on the season. Uh, He's bounced back. I mean, what do you make of him? And before, remember, before this whole, you know, steroid and juice thing happened to him, he was the talk of baseball. He was electric. Everybody with Tatis couldn't get enough of him. Uh, Bob, is there enough time for him to cleanse himself to where people are going to take him that he is a talent and it just wasn't juice because it happened so early in his career if he puts together the next eight or nine or ten great years.
9: Well it's funny it's like when he got popped, it's like the White Sox are people if people are saying they were seeing this beforehand, like oh this is why he's so good because he's juicing up. Right. I found it I found it fascinating that he was way down in the voting for the players. Uh, he you know he could have been an all star very easily, but the players didn't vote for him. You know, as much as uh you know the fans talk about it, the writers talk about it, the players were harder on him than anybody saying we hate when guys, you know, cheat and uh we're not voting in the all star game. So, you know, he'll be discounted in the in the uh MVP voting and everything else. But yeah, he, he has had a solid season. Uh very good right fielder. He's probably a better right fielder than he is at shortstop. So, you know, they need him to have a monster second half for them to have any chance.
3: No doubt, I like that. Yeah, I, I honestly like the player sending him a message. If you're going to mess around like that with your career in the game of baseball and put him in a bad light, then why should we put you in the All Star game? I actually like they. Did
4: right, that. but also there's got to be a, a room for people who make mistakes and second chances. I don't of believe. Course. I don't believe in that. Uh, people make mistakes in life and. They do deserve a second chance, and that's why I'm saying if he he has a long way to go, and if he can stay clean and put up numbers, I think he has a better chance, Bob, with the younger writers than he does with the older writers. Would you agree with that?
9: Yeah, I also think that. Ne- say next year at the All Star voting, players will say, "Okay, you paid your price; we held you out. Uh, now, 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 we'll vote on your stats." Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we've seen Hall of Fame balloting, MVP balloting, everything else. But yeah, I mean, they, uh, he disappointed a lot of people. A lot of people had questions. Hey, how good is this guy going to be without being juiced up? Uh, how long has he been juicing? You know, a little bit like A-Rod. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I do think if he keeps this up a year from now, then the tune changes a little bit. Like, okay, this guy really is that good.
4: Right. No doubt. All right. Thanks for the uh, knowledge, Bob. We appreciate it. Bob Nightingale from USA Today joining us here on The Odd Couple. All right. Coming up next. We got a little shekel city right here on The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. So you know what you need to do, stick and stay for a couple extra shekels in the U.S. of A. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right, it is The Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. And, uh, yes, Tom Crady is in the craze. I'm
5: Dusty. You
4: are Dusty. And you know what? We're coming to you live from the thetirerack.com. Studios, Rob Parker and Gary Sheffield Jr. You know what time it is, Alex. It's time for Sheckle City. Welcome to Sheckle City.
5: The home base for Rob Parker's Daily Picks against the Sprat.
4: All right, here we go. Sheckle City, my best bet for the night. I'm going with Seattle minus one and a half runs. They wow. host the Tigers. They're still basking in the glow of the all-star game in Seattle. Everybody had a good time and all that rubbed off and they didn't have to go anywhere. The Seattle players, right, they were right at home and the Tigers are the Tigers. So I'm going to go there. Uh, I got the Astros taking it to Shohei. One and a half runs plus one and a half. Astros in Anaheim taking on the Angels. Shohei making his uh, start to start the second half. And I'm going to take the Cardinals minus one and a half runs. They're hosting the Nationals in St. Louis. And you know it's baking hot in St. Louis. It's so hot there that uh, probably... You need to throw some ba- some uh, barbecue sauce on people. It's that bad. All right. There you go. Shekel City, remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right. Let's do this, Gary Sheffield Jr., for people checking you out for the first time. Yes, your dad is the famous Gary Sheffield. Hit over 500, what, 509 career home runs. Had a great career. Played like 22 years. Just, I got to cover him. Uh, in Detroit and New York, I've known your dad for a long time. Uh, let's talk about you and and the pressures of being. Every when your name is, you're named after your dad. I'm named after my late dad, Robert Lee Parker Jr. But you have a famous dad. What was that like growing up? And did you feel any added pressure? Like I got to play baseball. I got to do this. I got to do that. Talk about your your, your childhood.
3: I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like my childhood was still more similar than what people think. To everybody else. Right. And the reason I say that is because out of high school, I feel like just like anyone else, you have no idea who you are. You want to build an identity. You want to figure out because when we're all graduating high school and going into college and taking out those ridiculous loans, Why? <laughs> we're trying to figure out what am I even good at? What is my purpose? And it took me a long time to figure out what I was good at. And I'm not going to toot my own horn But it obviously took me until I was 25, 26 years old until I actually hopped behind a mic and realized that I enjoy this. I have a great time doing this. And it's a great job. It's very fun to talk about sports for a living. And of course, there's going to be people who don't like you because they don't enjoy the things that are coming out of your mouth when you have a platform. But at the same time, I can't control that. And I just try to be a good person and tell my opinions like they are. And and I'm not going to change for anybody.
4: No doubt. Now did you uh you did play baseball and and tell us about your baseball career.
3: Yes. So I played in community college baseball out here in the hot heat of Arizona. Oh my. Yeah, no, I I, I did it big. So I was playing community college baseball, committed to Florida State. I actually ended up getting hit in the face with a pitch, so oh that's actually God. why I didn't play division one. Yeah, it was crazy. It it was honestly nuts. I
4: mean, that 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 happens to people and some guys can't recover from that.
3: Yeah. So, how my, rough
4: was that to to get back up in the, you know get in the batter's oh. box?
3: Oh, I honestly terrifying. And, and I feel like most baseball fans have an understanding of how scary it must be for hitters being in there. But once you actually deal with the reality of the danger, now it's like you I mean, you're talking about a fractured cheekbone, a horrible concussion, and it changes the way that you perceive the fun of the game of baseball. And that's why I've always applauded Giancarlo Stanton for being able to Bounce get back. back on his feet and play. Yeah, yeah. and l- people don't do that. So, so yeah, I mean, and and I don't look at it with any regret because I look at it now, and I'm I'm on the radio today because something like that happened to me. So I guess uh, everything happens for a reason.
4: Right. And and let me ask you, uh, with your name, people treat you. Differently. How about like when you played ball and they heard your name? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is that like? Because I can imagine if you're LeBron James's son or Michael Jordan's kids who had to go through that. There's a lot that that go to that when when people know who your dad is.
3: People want to control your tongue. They want to control what you say, and that's what that's what's been so compelling to me as I've grown up, especially in media is that people, for the most part, will tell you that it's cool that your dad's Gary Sheffield. But, you know, I just want to be treated like everybody else, like a normal person, and I want you to judge me for me. And once I've done that, then I feel like we're in a good place. So, yeah, I mean, I try to ignore it.
4: There you go. All right, good stuff. Great start. And uh, coming up, second hour of the uh, Odd Cup, we're going to talk some NFL and uh, what they're doing to the running backs, which is awful, and they don't want to pay these guys. you got to take a stand. I love it. So we'll do that and much more. It is The Odd Couple. Stick and stay!
5: America!